This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dishy and Coy, call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. And welcome back. Our number two of Cordishi and Coit and WEEI 401-777-1037 is the phone number if you'd like to join us. We threw a little Patriots out in our number one. We talked some local college basketball, touched on the Bruins and Celtics. Whatever you would like to discuss here in our number two, the phone lines are full, so let's get right back to your calls. And we'll say hello to Mike in Massachusetts, wants to talk about the Patriots. Good morning, Mike. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Same to you, Mike. You, you too, Mike. I just wanted to thank you. Thank you. It, uh, it's a nice to have four days off just to slowly come out of a food coma. But, um, yeah, baby. yeah. <laughs> one of the things that I, I came to realization is I, I saw last night um, Hard Knocks in season with the Dolphins and how that organization, which has kind of been almost like a laughing stock for like the last 10 years and when have they won a Super Bowl, but... It came to the realization that we are so far behind in development compared to how the Dolphins are, in which it made me think it's not a rebuilding. It made me almost depressed. Where do we go with this team that we have? We have no quarterback. I mean, we don't have a one. We don't have two. We don't have three. We have no offensive. When it comes to the offseason, I mean, this is the first time I'm actually in a long time saying, go Giants, because I want to get lower and lower uh, wins. And where do we go if we get that high pick? Do we? trade and get multiple picks is one good quarterback and there is so many holes it's it's disillusional to think how long is it going to be before we actually have a real team i think that's a great question nick and and, uh, outside of seriously outside of christian gonzalez is there a piece on this team that you say yep this is a good piece to build around for the future i I don't see one i agree it's it's an interesting question the whole the whole scope the whole scope, any any position you look at, it's like we're not even, you know, come trade time, I was so discouraged that they didn't get any rid of anyone, that anyone that we could get rid of was injured, and there's nothing that any other team wants for even a backup of a backup for something to strengthen. It's, and, I just, and it's the whole way straight through. Coaches, players, I, I don't know how it got to this point, except for whoever was driving the ship, either Jonathan or... Uh, William, uh, any of them, it, it, to let it fall to this level, it, it's 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 criminal. It, it's sad. You know, you're going to see empty seats before you know it, and it's just wow. You know. Besides that, I had a great Thanksgiving. Doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. I'm trying not to be, but as I find myself talking and talking, I, I'm going down. 
like a cartoon in a, in a, you know, with someone holding on to the mast and it's just going down into the water. You just wave as you go under. You know, it's just like, that's it. You know, I don't know how long it will be. And, you know, we just got to go on. And, you know, other than that, you guys have a good one. And go Celtics. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the phone call. <laughs> Thanks, Appreciate Mike. it, Mike. You know, I, I, seriously, I mean, I, th- this organization has really sunk to depths that I didn't think it was capable of sinking to under the ownership of Bob Kraft and under the leadership of Bill Belichick. And, you know, now that I bring up Bob Kraft's name, that's one thing that I had written down this morning. And I want to know, you know, do you think, Nick, and I wonder if Patriots fans feel like the Crafts are skating a little bit here for the state of the franchise. I think we all point the finger of blame at Bill Belichick because, you know, Belichick's the coach. Belichick has the final say in personnel decisions. Is Bob Kraft, Jonathan Kraft, are the Kraft family, are they getting off lightly here? Are, are they as much to blame for what we see, the product on the field, as Bill Belichick is? Is Bill's hands, are, are they tied a little bit financially? Do we need to point the finger of blame at the Crafts, or do we still need to point it at Bill? Um, I, I think more and more as the season has gone on, I think more people have looked at it and said, what you're saying, Scott, which is, well, it's not just Bill when it becomes a 2-8 and eight football team and they're going downhill. You know, how come that happened? People are look. we've had plenty of times, instead of discussing the games on the field, which haven't been great, we've all been discussing during the season, how did they get to 2-8? and eight? And we talk about the talent level, we talk about all these things, we talk about Bill and his decisions, and then we go beyond that because... We've had a lot of time to talk about these things. So I don't think they're skating because I think people have looked at it and said, well, things were good about four years ago when a certain someone was here, but then he walked out the door, they left it all with Belichick, and now here we are four years later, and we are where we are. How did that happen? Well, the spending. You know, how much do they spend in terms of real cash? People are talking about that. Who, ha- who writes the checks? Who signs them? It comes from above Bill. So I, I don't think he's necessarily skating. M- maybe he's getting off light, but I think more and more people are looking at it and saying, well, you know, he- he's not blameless here. And I think more and more people are going to start looking at him too because he's going to have to make a tough decision here at the end of the season on where do we go from here because it's his call in terms of who's going to be the coach in 2024 and you know it's it's interesting to me where where we once thought of belichick every move he makes is the right one i almost feel like we're now like 180 degrees removed from that like every move he makes seems to be the wrong one like i i'll give you a perfect example just screwing up the kicking game right he had nick folk who was as consistent as it gets, even at his age, and yet he chose to spend, was it a fourth-round pick on Chad Ryland? A fourth, yep. Whatever it was, yep. a middle-round draft pick on Chad Ryland. And, and all the respect to Chad Ryland, he has been horrible, but he hasn't been good. He hasn't been great. He hasn't warranted a middle-round draft pick. For instance, look at the Dallas Cowboys. They got the dude Brandon Aubrey. I knew I you were going to say that. Yep. He hasn't mm-hmm. missed a field goal this year. You know, and, and they got him off the scrap heap. You know, Bill used to be able to find guys like that. Now, not only is he not getting them, he's wasting draft picks on guys who, who, who can't get it done. It's like, 
I'm just amazed at how this whole thing has made a 180-degree turn. I thought it would get worse at the end, right? Belichick ages out, Brady retires. I thought it would, would slip a little bit. I didn't think it would sink to the depths that we're witnessing right now. As I'll go back to what I said a moment ago. There's one guy, one guy in this franchise that I think you can build around, and that's Christian Gonzalez. And I say that in due respect to a guy like Matthew Judon. Judon's not a rookie, right? He's not a young guy any longer. So yeah, right, I look right, right. at this roster, and there's one piece that I say, okay, he could be a good part of your future, and that is Christian Gonzalez. That's kind of sad when you look at a 53-man roster. It can, you can only pick one guy. Yeah, there. I mean, there's certainly guys that you could, if you're building a team next year, and I know Mike in, in Massachusetts was very doom and gloom, but, I mean, you want to look on the bright side. Patriots are going to have a high draft pick next year, so that's going to be something. Whoever takes that pick, you know, we'll see. Whoever uses it yep. remains to be seen, of course. But that's something to to help you in terms of changing things and turning things around. You're going to have a lot of cap space, a lot of money to spend, and that's where I look at Kraft and I say, well, guess what? That that checkbook needs to be open next year if you want to get back to where you want to get back to. Right. Um, you know, and that's something that they're going to be able to do. And I think that goes that's going to help you in terms of keeping your own guys, but also going out and you know adding guys to. It's going to be an interesting sell trying to bring new guys in here and selling them on rebuilding the Patriots franchise, but you're going to have the money to spend to do that. So, you know, I'm interested to see what they do when, when it comes to their own guys and who they keep. Like I, I, I wonder who they spend on. Um, I wonder who they keep around. Cause there's going to be a lot of guys up here that, you know, they've, they've helped and they could be good pieces going forward, but, uh, how do you spend your money? How do you do business going forward? That's going to be interesting to me. You know, and, and and again, maybe we should have seen this coming, but even a guy like Chad Ryland, I use him as an example. They wasted a middle-round pick on Justin Rohrwasser. Remember the URI I kicker? knew you. Yeah, I was like, going to bring up Rohrwasser, too. Like, like it's not just one kicker. It's two. Like, and I know maybe we should put more of this on the personnel department uh, and, and not on Belichick because they're the guys doing the scouting. What the hell's going on up there in Foxborough? What is going yeah. on up there? That's why I think, you know, we keep talking about does Kraft make a change from Belichick? If he makes a change from Belichick, he needs to revamp that whole personnel department too, in my opinion. Well, and that's the interesting discussion. If Gerard Mayo becomes the next coach, if he is the guy, then how much changes in terms of the organizational structure? How much changes in terms of the coaching staff? How much changes with personnel is it going to be a lot of the same because that structure is already in place and Gerard Mayo is already part of the organization compared to what a new coach would do a new regime new blood that's why the 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 interesting part of this is is it a total cleaning house or are they going to have a lot of similar faces next year particularly if Gerard Mayo has made the new head coach. Yep. Uh, I I would tend to to look at everything and say, I think there needs to be a lot of changes, not just one, not just, it's not just the head coach. I think there needs to be changes in a lot of different places. So I don't know. I, I wonder, I wonder a lot if, if Gerard Mayo is the guy they've already had him sort of handpicked and, and they're training him and ready to go. 
how much changes there. And if it doesn't, then you you might question some things, even with Belichick possibly gone. All right, let's go back to the calls. Chris is in Westerly. Good morning, Chris. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, so uh, two quick questions for you, uh, kind of both not related to each other. Um, so I was just kind of reviewing some of the Patriots' uh, numbers this morning, um, and it definitely looks like this is more of a, and I'm not a football analyst by any stretch, but it looks like this is more of a offensive side issue than a defensive side. Right now we're ranked 16th, somewhere thereabouts, right in the middle of the field uh, in terms of, you know, um, touchdowns allowed, yards allowed, things like that. Uh, and then offensive, we're somewhere near the bottom, you know, the bottom five or six, um, you know, yards per game, first down, things like that. Um, and I'm definitely on the Bill Belichick side of things. I, I think this is more above his, not his pay grade, but above his call. Um, he has made a lot of decisions over the last few years that have kind of been head scratchers. Um, I, I'd like to see him stay. I think he's done a lot of good for us. Um, but I'd like to see him stay and kind of leave under his own terms and, and hopefully be a part of getting us out of this. Um, you know, hopefully next year, this year's a wash, but hopefully next year is a turnaround and he can kind of say, Hey, look what I did. Got you guys back out of the hole. Thanks for playing. And he retires next year. Um, so I'd like to get I just I don't think that. he's going to be afforded that luxury, Chris. So I think so, he's had four years to be able to do that, and I think this year has really hurt his chances. And I think last year, I think last year was his okay. Maybe he can turn things around. He made a bad decision with the whole offensive coordinator setup and structure. I think this year, I don't think his I don't think he had any armor left going into this year, and now they're two and eight. And so, so that's why I look at it, and I think a lot of New England looks at it and says. I think this is it. I think you need to make a change. For the record, I'm with Chris, too. I, I, I agree with him, and I think it's an unpopular take right now in New England because I think most Patriot fans are have now moved to anti-Belichick. I appreciate all that Bill's done. I still think he can coach. I would love to see him stick around and coach and turn this thing around himself. I'd love to see him get that Shula record. And I'm not saying hang on to him just to get that Shula record. I'm not one of those guys. But I think the guy can still coach. I'd like to see him stick around. I'd like to see him be a part of this turnaround back to respectability. But I understand the many fans who don't want to see that happen. So I, I can I see just, both sides of it. I think, but I'm a, I'm yeah. a Bill supporter. I, I, I still do believe in Bill the coach, not Bill the GM. I believe in Bill the coach. Well, I've told you guys yeah. both, I, you know, like I, I have been, but some of the discipline – on the field, some of the things that were just automatic for Belichick teams have sort of gone out the window at times. And that's when I've sort of looked at it and said, that's that's not good. Like special teams and some of the, the things that you see there and, you know, keeping some of the guys that you have on their staff when special teams the last few years has not been good for Bill Belichick team to look that way is like, Ooh, you shake your head. I mean, the only scenario I see Belichick maybe sticking around is if he's okay with Robert Kraft taking away basically all of his personnel power and just making him the head coach. But I just don't see Belichick staying 
yeah. on those terms in New England. I, I tend to agree with you. And, Chris, thanks for the phone call. And, and here's why I agree with Chris, too. Chris said, you know, the defense has been representative this year. It's the offense that's really failed the team. He's right because those defensive numbers, while they might be middle of the pack, they would be better if they had an offense that could support it. Right. I think the offense has thrown a lot of pick sixes, has victimized the defense in terms of going three and out too many times, uh, hasn't helped them in terms of changing field position in games. I think Bill and his staff and, and, you know, as much as I'm a critic of him employing his kids, I I would tell you that I I believe that they've done a good job when you consider the injuries. No Judon, no Gonzalez on that side of the football of making chicken salad out of chicken poop. So I, I think defensively, they might be middle of the pack statistically. I think they've been better than that. I think they've had such a bad offense that it's hurt those defensive numbers. And I give Belichick credit for that. That's why I still think the guy can coach. I do believe that. Yeah. Um, you know, but I also think part of coaching is, and I, I agree with you, the defense, the injuries have, I don't think he's an excuse. I think it's just a fact. Like you lost your top draft pick and a guy that was early on in the season, your best defensive player in Christian Gonzalez, yep. you know, a few weeks into the season. That hurts. You lose Matthew Judon, who is your best pass rusher. That hurts. Like, defense has suffered because of major injuries, and I, I just think it's a fact, not an excuse. And so, you're naturally, things aren't going to look as good. Um, but part of coaching, too, with Belichick is not just what you're seeing on the field, but managing personalities, managing the locker room, those yep. sorts of things. And the way that things have been handled with, you know, JC Jackson and and Jack Jones and those things and those kinds of players being in your locker room. And I don't know, I just don't remember a locker room being like this, you know, with some of the the issues you've had with, with some of these guys. Well, like Keyshawn Booty, uh, you know, putting on Instagram free me, you know, exactly like Like it's, it's, I don't know. And, And is that, is that something that a modern day coach can, can handle better? you know, managing personalities. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just, it, it, it hasn't been a typical Belichick locker room and the managing of it has not been great because there's just been a lot of these that have piled up. And so that also is a place where I look at it and I say, is it time for a change in terms of the leadership structure? All right, quick break to take, 401-777-1037, the phone number. There is one open phone line at the moment. We get right back to your phone calls when we come back. You're listening to Cordishian Coit on WEEI. Now, here's what. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 